Hi, my name is Cam. And this is Dr. Liv, pelvic floor therapist, healer, and pleasure coach. And this is your scandalous Sunday story time. Yeah, grab your mimosa or coffee and let's get spicy. Hi, welcome to Scandalous Sundays. I'm Cam. And I'm Dr. Liv, and we are jumping into a conversation about what sex is like now that we're in our 30s versus when we're in our 20s. Yeah, I'm excited about this one because I I read a couple articles about it, you know, on like a magazine and they talk about and women kind of describe what sex is like in their 30s versus when they were in their 20s. And a lot of them said like kind of like slow down or or sometimes they like their sex drive is still the same or it's just very interesting to see how different it is. Um, like I was thinking about that for myself and I was, and I think I just maybe just understand myself more than I did when I was in twenties. And I read, I saw something somebody said in like an article from like bustle and it was saying that in their twenties, it was like, you were discovering something in your thirties. You like understand it more. (laughs) And I feel like maybe that's accurate. Yeah, I, for sure. I think like twenties is such a time to like experiment and like, you're kind of more insecure trying to figure out who you are. And I feel like in your thirties, for the most part, you're just like, I know exactly who I want. I know what I want and you know, what I like, what I don't like. And I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like, it's like you, I, I feel like, you know, yourself more. So you just ask, you ask for the things more or you're not, afraid to direct or (laughs) you know do whatever you need to do I feel like it's just like okay it's about me um you get a little bit more selfish in a good way (laughs) yeah I feel like I'm definitely bossier (laughs) yeah I only got so much time here (laughs) right (laughs) right because you're busy like I I was like yeah my 20s I felt like I probably had like a a lot more time than I do now like I feel like I'm always trying to do something or go somewhere and it's just like yeah I don't have time to like mess around or fake anything because that's also another thing (laughs) yeah that's I mean that's something that I hear so much with like even the clients that I work with is like 20s where we all fake orgasms and like fake what we like and we just I don't know, put all of our attention on our partners. And then I think in our thirties, we just kind of hit this wall of like, okay, wait, but I get to also like, just really enjoy this and have fun and, you know, do what I want. Like, what is like, you just, I don't know what it is that changes that you're like, I I need a lot more self-satisfaction, you know, like where you kind of just ask for like, you tell it, you're like, I need to be satisfied. Like, and there's no. I mean, I think confidence right and like you learn that you are worthy I feel like for a lot of women in our our 20s like we're learning our worth and our self-esteem like a lot of us are pretty insecure especially with like societal messaging telling us like who we should be and whatnot and then I think at some point you just kind of hit your hit that point where you're like wait I am worthy I am Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like I do get to have orgasms and everything. Yeah. But I also wonder if it's a little bit like uh, this day and age too, like, was it even back in 
80s or even 70s or 60s where if you were in your 30s could you even ask for more or were you you know I feel like now even still like you like you said kind of society too like it's more appropriate to kind of be get what you want and (laughs) so I think it's I would be interested to see if it was like if it's just even now in this time it's all kind of matching up like me being in my 30s and then kind of this like sexual revolution of like women like asking what they want to like all matching up at the same time. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely like more feminine power. And I mean, you know, like the phrase of like the future is female. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like, girl power, which kind of makes sense if you think about the fact that we grew up with the Spice Girls. Yeah. Well, like we have that <laughs> in us, like girl power. It has just kind of evolved with us as we've grown up. <laughs> yes. Fun thing about the Spice Girls, I did go there a concert in the fifth grade. And then also there is a video of me out there being sporty spice with a little half top crop top on. And I did have platform boots. So <laughs> it's all about that girl power. <laughs> So Cam's homework for the next week is to find that video. I know, dig that video up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't have time. I don't have time to play around. And then I think also it's just like, I think it makes it, it does make it more enjoyable. Um, even if it does happen less, it's more enjoyable. Yeah. I feel like the sex drive too is... You know, I think that's, it's different because neither one of us has kids, right? So I think, you know, your sex drive does change when you're momming pretty hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do feel like, I don't know, I kind of feel like my sex drive is different now in that, like, I want sex more, I think, for, like, that satisfaction versus, like, mm-hmm. feeling like I, you know, like, needing it for validation. I don't know if that makes sense. Right? That like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like in your 20s, you kind of like you're trying to get validation or like approval from like people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in your 30s, you're like, no, I actually just like want sex right now because it like makes me feel good. And like it's fun. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, I can see that. Like it's like in your, like when I was, you know, partying and doing these things, it was like, yeah, I just want to hook up because I can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I can, I can do it, I can get this person. Um, but yeah, now it, yeah, now it is more just like I want it because I want it, and it's because it feels good. And and yeah, I, I agree with that. That's a, that's a very interesting point. <laughs> for it, but it is funny like what you said about like the time too, like the era that we're in, because I don't work with a ton of kind of most of the women that I work with are in their twenties or thirties. But every once in a while, I get a woman that's more kind of in her 50s, 60s, um, even like late 40s. And a lot of them don't have sex or like don't have a sex drive at all. And I do think it's because, you know, for like while they were in their 20s and 30s, it really was just like that focus on a male partner Mm -hmm. versus like on their husbands versus like on them. And so at some point they did just kind of they're like, ugh, sex is overrated. Mm-hmm. they didn't get that chance to really explore and dive into like a sexual connection that's satisfying to her as well so I do feel like there's definitely like you know we're we're in an era where we get to talk about sex I mean like 
it's, you know, we, we have an entire podcast about like talking about scandalous things and it's not right. really about being shamed or anything like that, you know? Right. Right. Because yeah, I just, uh, I, you know, I feel like, you know, but even, I feel like even five years ago or, you know, a few years ago, there wasn't a lot of talk about it, uh, you know, about female sexuality or, you know, and I feel like, you know, now in the last about five years, it's a little bit more about, you know, what you want. But I think, you know, it kind of, it just kind of progressed in, like in a good way, like, you know, my age in this kind of sexual revolution. <laughs> so I feel a little bit lucky about it. But I mean, even still, like, I think, you know, it just ties into knowing who you are as a person. You know, I, I feel like now I know how, who I am. I know what I want, who I am and what I like. And that feels good because I feel like in the 20s, it was just like, I didn't really care about that. And there was only a few times where I really just enjoyed like sex. I think, you know, like even though maybe I had multiple partners, but still just didn't, didn't really enjoy until my 30s when I really knew like, okay, these are the things that I like. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you get to know your body, get to know yourself. And like, I feel like in my 20s, my brain was always like, you know, overthinking about what sounds am I making? What am I looking like? You know, like mm-hmm. not fully present. Whereas I think in your thirties, hopefully you've gained that confidence in yourself that you do just right. relax and enjoy the moment instead of being like, oh, like, am I doing things right? Or, you know, just do I look yeah. at this angle? Um. Yeah, or just that it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> matter <laughs> that's a word I've kind of gained from it is that it just doesn't matter like <laughs> everybody does weird shit <laughs> I mean that's the thing is like the movies show sex as this like always smooth beautiful thing unless it's like a comedy right but like sex is always there are weird noises and awkward things happen and you know like it's just it's awkward and funny and fun and not anywhere near what the movies show yeah I feel like um have you ever I always like friends you know that friends episode there's always a friends episode for something I feel (laughs) but um where I think it was like Ross and Rachel had sex and it got caught on camera (laughs) and they and at the end they wanted to watch it because they're like you know thinking it might look hot and it ended up looking like so horrible I just feel like that's (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is now it's just like you it's not choreographed it looks probably crazy from the out like outside but it doesn't matter as long as you're enjoying yourself yeah I mean that's really the that's life too you know that's like one of my mottos is like how you have sex is how you live your life and mm-hmm. exactly like sex and life is awkward and ridiculous and you have like weird moments but if you're just present and have fun and you get like pure satisfaction out of it. How you have sex is how <laughs> you live your life. That's life motto right there. That's <laughs> like <laughs> How did you discover that motto? Um, I think just working with the women that I work with is this realization of, you know, if you're not confident in bed, you're probably not confident in daily life. If you're not asking for what you want in bed, you're probably not asking for what you want in daily life. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like in work, if you can't tell your partner, like, touch me right here, mm-hmm. you're to your boss and be like, I need a raise, you know, or I want that promotion. 
And so, or, you know, if you're always, if you can't relax and just enjoy the present moment while you're having sex, you're probably not relaxing and enjoying the present moment in your day-to-day life. So like, so if you're all, your mind is always running, even during sex, it always. It's probably doing it in, in the rest of your life too. Yeah. That's why a lot of my coaching comes from, because my coaching is like essentially finding the confidence and power within you. But we always go through the pelvic floor because you hold so much within that. Mm-hmm. You can figure that out. It spreads out into everything else you're doing in life. Okay. I will even what about sex drive? I feel like I don't think my probably I guess sex drive has changed too much. Um, I, I think you know, I just I don't I just think yeah, it just happens less because I'm a little bit more choosy with my partners. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not going out there like, you know, crazy anymore. So it's just like now it's just less because I do it less <laughs> because I don't want to like go throw myself out there all the time. Yeah. But I think yeah, I mean that's the same with life, right? Like you get picky about how you're spending your days and everything. Mm-hmm. Um because you realize life is precious and like, I don't know, you're it does, I don't know if sex becomes more special. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but I, I feel like it does become a little bit more sacred. Mm-hmm. Not so much in like who you're choosing as your partner, but like you do, because you know what you want and how you like it, you do get a little bit more picky about, you know, what you're, what you're doing. I think. Yeah. And then what uh, your time, like, it's like, if I'm going to spend my time doing this, <laughs> I need to have fun, I need to have fun and enjoy it. Yeah, because life is stressful enough. You mm-hmm. want to like, enjoy sex and not just, you know, you don't want to just like lie there and be like, fine, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There's no fun in that. All right. It's like, there's just no time for anything as women. So <laughs> every moment has to count. It's because we're badasses and we're busy creating amazing careers and so you gotta gotta choose how you spend your time I mean that's true with like everything with how you're spending your time right like it's just prioritization Mm -hmm. yeah as a you know if you're like in college you're going to class for most for the most part like you know you're going to class maybe have a part-time job but life is a little bit more chill um, right college generally and so yeah you're just kind of boring too but I think that's maybe that's like another part of it too though is that like when you're sitting there you know like in your 20s when you're exploring and you're trying to figure out what you like and what you don't like it's still you know like you do kind of play around with and have a little bit more because you're trying to figure out what you want right mm-hmm. whereas in your 30s if you know what you like you're like this is what I'm gonna go get <laughs> instead of like let me try this I feel like we talk about boundaries a lot. And I wonder, like, do you explore your boundaries more in your 20s or in your 30s? I feel like in my 30s, I don't think I had boundaries in my 20s. Right. (laughs) I feel like that's a 30s thing that I'm learning. Um, Because I think you have to know what you want and explore before you can figure out your boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's true for everything, right? Like, you don't automatically know your boundaries without having gone past your boundaries. Right. That's it. Okay. 
right? Yeah, I can see that. I can, yeah, I can see like liking uh, there's, you know, maybe instances that I've had that now I know that I like now in my thirties, but maybe even going, you know, staying within that range or staying within that kind of situation, that sexual situation. (laughs) Well, and I feel like that changes too with like your partner too, right? Like you can have different boundaries and like edges with Mm -hmm. also, or like feel more comfortable with different people. I feel like I didn't really, yeah, I guess, yeah, you didn't have any boundaries. You didn't know what boundaries were. That does make sense to me because, yeah, I didn't know anything. <laughs> like, it's still like I like 20 year olds and I'm like, you don't know shit. And it's true. You don't. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, I think in 30s, yeah, you can play around with the things that you like because, yeah, you know what you want to do and what you like and what you enjoy. But yeah, in my 20s, it was just like, I think it was hard to find something that you enjoyed just because you were just trying everything like or, you know, trying something and it was all new. Yeah. Well, and like in our 20s, I mean, especially like during college 20s like you're sharing dorm rooms and I was just thinking about that the other day actually just like the different things we did in college that you're like oh my gosh what was I doing yeah (laughs) you're like you're sharing bunk beds and in like a frat house and things like that and you're like what was I where where was I where was my confidence and my ability to be like yeah I don't like this I would die if somebody showed me a twin bed now. <laughs> Try to get me into a twin bed now. I would literally just like, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> because yeah, back in the day, a twin bed was okay to like share and sleep and have sex in. And now it's just like, I would literally, I if it's not at least a queen, we're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not even talking to you. I'm leaving your house. <laughs> oh Do you remember when you had an air air bed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> For a whole semester, I slept on an air bed, which is like, it was even calling it an air bed was like a point of contention with people <laughs> because they were like, it's a mattress. It doesn't have a frame. It's a mattress. But you know, I, yeah. And I even think I even tried to sleep, like sleep with somebody on that one. And that was just like horrible. (laughs) Oh man. I, um, I talked to Amanda. So Amanda is like our, for, um, those who don't, don't know us from college days or now, Amanda is one of our good friends and she was my roommate for pretty much all of college. And I actually talked to her the other, like a while back. And I was like, I'm so sorry for everything I did to you in college. Because like the amount of times um, there's like, was like freshman year. There's like one morning she like woke up and rolled over and we're like in a shared bedroom. And she just saw like um, a dude's like naked back <laughs> facing her. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's like no shame. It was. I guess you just say you do what you can do if you have no place to go, right? <laughs> Fermentation. 
So learning boundaries with the people in your life as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like respecting your friendships. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Respecting. Yeah. That's exactly. Expecting your friendship, expect, uh, respecting your roommates, <laughs> um, all of that. <laughs> I mean, that's a different, that's, I think another part of it too, is like you gain a lot more respect for yourself too, Mm -hmm. or at least I feel like I did. Like I respect who I am and what I, what I want a lot more. And so that like comes out in like my sex life as well, because you're not willing to just do something because, you know, it makes somebody else happy. Like I had to. Yeah be happy with it as well yeah I agree I mean yeah it was just I think yeah once you like find your orgasm when you're like I feel like I found my orgasm in my late 20s and I'm never letting it go (laughs) and I still have women in their 30s who are still finding their orgasms so maybe that's like the turning point it's not so much your 20s and 30s it's like when you realize you can have an orgasm. <laughs> You're like, you hold on to that. Hold on to that. <laughs> I get to have this too. Right. But maybe, yeah. So it's like, there's that. <laughs> it's just growing, right? So growing into it. But I do think that there is another part of it of like, that we're lucky to live in an, in an age where, it has become, you know, we've, we talk more about female satisfaction and mm-hmm. there are like so many different courses about and books about orgasms and things like that. Um, so I do feel like we're, we're very lucky to live in an age where we do get to, we are told like, Hey, you're worthy, you're deserving. And you're mm-hmm. to have like these amazing orgasms. All right. Enjoy sex and be in the moment. Um, definitely grateful for that well we were on that subject we were talking about books and the books that we were like dirty books that we read like early in the you know back in the day and like what is it 10 years now over 10 years (laughs) we were like early 20s to now to what we read now I feel like mine really hasn't changed too much the books that I've read um but I just am more critical about it now. Like, I'll read the books, but I'm like, that's really annoying. That whole storyline is annoying. <laughs> that's more me now. Can I just point out that, like, we started with, I mean, the whole idea of this podcast, which we've, like, totally gone on a tangent with this podcast, but was started because Cam Usarita's Red Hot Reads. Yes. Cosmo in college. And I feel like that's where that, where my, my dirty books like started. Yeah. And yeah, like I, and I got into it and I feel like I should at one point do like a excerpt read of how I did it in college. Cause I feel like that was, and those are some good times. <laughs> we need to bring back red hot reads for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a message if you're all about listening to Kim doing that hot reads <laughs> and we're like reading one for everybody <laughs> and like a whole group of people and everybody would like really be into it <laughs> the best uh, I love it but yeah I definitely I feel like my books have changed 
mm-hmm. I, I I used to be really all about like um, one of the authors I used to read a lot was like Penny Wilder, which mm-hmm. is all about like she's got a lot of bad boys and innocent girl like character the rescue the or like I don't know like dirty up the girl or like you know make her grown up or Mm -hmm. it was like that innocent girl character right Um, and that is definitely not the kind of books that I read these days I mean we always talk about this I think we go back to this every episode but like 50 shades of gray like again another one of those tropes of innocent girl virgin and you know there's a damaged guy and she changes him but I always say this it's not that he was changed by her because honestly she's like completely unremarkable but it's a fact that she was a virgin and he's very possessive and that was that's the reason why he loves her because it's like he's only she that's the only dick she's ever had in her life and it's that's all he wants I feel like there's a lot of like that is the core of a lot of like romance novels is like mm-hmm. this like I mean the sugar daddy and like innocent girl kind of thing yeah like I mean it's like a fun fantasy to be taken care of and like I don't know like it's a but yeah I feel like that's that's definitely the stuff that I was reading more when I was in my 20s and right so you want to go through a speed round of dirty books? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to start off with this book right here called Fix Her Up. And I feel like this is what we were just talking about. This plays into that trope of like the damaged or like the asshole guy and the innocent like virgin girl which I mean she kind of was she was a virgin but she also had a vibrator so it was very confusing but um (laughs) I mean like it's fine it's just like you know pick one I guess but yeah she uh he was like he's kind of he was a baseball player or something and he like comes back home and he like she was like the little sister because he grew up there and she was like the little annoying sister and he like sees her in a different light and of course it's exciting that she's a virgin like that's her her only guy but of course she's a virgin and then also he's like I guess a sex god and remarkable on sex so her first experiences with this guy (laughs) but yeah they end up getting married and stuff um the sex scenes were pretty dirty I will say that so I did definitely enjoy this um the sex scenes but I did not care for the virgin trope. I hate those. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. I feel like that virgin trope is just, like, over it. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to remember. So I have, um, I read, like, everything on Kindle these days, except for, like, my work books, because I like to highlight things. But, like, the mm-hmm. books, I all, but, like, Own Me by Penny Wilder. I mean, oh, okay. Just like that title alone is just like says everything. Yeah, own me. <laughs> and I think that's what we talked about, like dirty sayings and stuff like that, how we hate that. <laughs> like I'm my own woman now. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, this one is like totally typical, like woman is in distress and she needs to be rescued by this like bad boy. Yes. And... So it's, I mean, it, they're all the same kind of, right? Like they're mm-hmm. all the same story 
line and you know that it's going to end up with a happily ever after and they get married and like have a baby at the end. You're right. <laughs> right. And you changed him. Yeah. And you just want to like sit there and yell at the woman and be like, Hey, you can do it yourself too. Like you're, you're a badass. Live your life. Okay. My next one is after, I don't know. I'm trying to see. Hold on. I can't show the, I can't show it. Okay. Anyways, after I, it's actually a movie. It's movies. Now they're like movies in, um, like a series of movies now, kind of like 50 shades of gray. Um, but yeah, like there's like some sex scenes and stuff like again and that, but yeah, again, it's one of those ones where she's a virgin, she's a virgin, innocent little girl. And then she, you know, going to college and she meets this bad boy and changes him. And, you know, he was so damaged from his childhood and, you know, all this stuff. And honestly, they were like, I read all of the books and like, he's just super effing abusive. And like, she just keeps staying with him because for some reason that, that says love, right? <laughs> it's him being like super abusive. And I think I did the audio book on this one and like I would be yelling in my car on my way to work like why why are you staying with him but I kept reading it right the, the, the thing is is like do you hate these books yes and it was like do as I older like hate these books yes but do I keep listening to them uh, yes and I don't know why it's like what it's like a hate like love hate relationship it's like yeah the sex scenes are great but like you have to go through all of the rest of the bs <laughs> I feel like it's harder to find books that aren't like that. Like, yeah. Most romance novels are like that. Mm -hmm. I do love that you listen to it on audiobook. I have never listened to a romance novel on audiobook. I have long drives and I, and that was like the first, one of the first few or not first few, but like one of the few audiobooks that I listened to because it was just like, I had a long drive and yeah, I would just be yelling at the radio. Like this is stupid. <laughs> And then keep playing. <laughs> um, mine are, so I actually, these are the books that I read now because I, I love them. Brittany Sahan's um, Stealth, Stealth Ops series is fantastic. Like I love the characters that she has. She's so great. At, it's like the, it's like a SEAL team. Like, uh, mm -hmm. like the, the guys are all like SEALs or like former seals but like all of the women are just like pure badasses on their own they're like cia agents and just like you know they can kick ass and like handle a gun and um there's no that's always like rescuing each other versus like the dude rescues the girl mm -hmm. like, like the woman's just as badass as the dude and they like kick butt together yes equality in our sex stories love it yeah there's still a little bit of that like rescuer kind of thing but not nearly as much and like the woman's just like there's no like virgin trope or anything like that you just like you you read something that the chick is doing and you're like yeah you're bad right. i want to be like you <laughs> so i feel like that's what i've i've i tend to read these like gravitude yeah all right, this next book I have here, Good Luck Charm. Okay. One of these books I read on vacation. I actually like enjoyed this book. Um, 
because it is more it's less there's no virgin trope in it so that's always good um but this one is more so they were all a couple in high school and he was like a star hockey player or something and then he she, he broke up with her and left for like the pro leagues or whatever and then he like comes back and she's like a nurse or something and he comes back and then they like kind of start up again. Uh, but the sex scenes were great in this one. And yeah, there was no like, there was no, you know, virgin or anything like that. They like both knew each other, both had really dirty sex and it was, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Like I had no problems with this one. So Helen Hunting, good job. And uh, Tessa Bailey is another one is a good author. I just didn't like that story. <laughs> like recommendations and if yeah. you're listening to this and you have recommendations for us let us know <laughs> my last one is it's like a whole series netflix made i think it was a netflix series virgin river ah yes i watched the first season and then there's like this huge gap and i was like i need to know what happens and so i read like all the books and the books in the series is pretty different i feel like oh really okay i'm gonna have to read it and i remember so this is where like i'm going to kind of contradict myself a little bit but like i feel like the women in virgin river are kind of a little bit there i don't think there's any like virgin trope but there's definitely very much like dude rescues girl in mm-hmm. River. Mm-hmm. But i feel like most of the women are kind of badasses in their own or they're a little bit stronger in general too yeah but it's also just entertaining and like a fun read right you definitely still have that moment of like what are you doing chick like deal with your issues right but it's i don't know i actually really enjoy like both the tv show and the um the book series i I love the show so i need to read the books it's so different like i feel like um yeah season two ended on a crazy cliffhanger um i'm gonna need it to come back now yeah um which makes sense because like the the books are very much like almost like standalone different couples books so very much like romance novels mm-hmm. where it just takes like the tv series takes it into like a whole show right right mm-hmm. um but but yeah i really like the books they're good okay that's a good recommendation all right last book The Right Swipe. This one has a woman CEO in it, so good. Um, Yeah, so woman CEO, she owns her own company. She actually owns a dating app company or something like that. And she, like, you know, she, like, hooked up with this guy that she met on her app and then kind of, like, a year later discovers him again and they kind of court each other and go out. But yeah, nothing like crazy, no like a problematic <laughs> anything. Um, it was just a good story. And yeah, it was about a strong woman who really didn't need a man, but just, you know, wanted one and found a good one. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> Wasn't there a Netflix movie that they made kind of like that? I don't think so. Not on this one. Um, I was an attorney. Was it an attorney? Yeah, it was two attorneys, I think. And that was called, um, what was that called? And it had like Tay Diggs and uh, Lucy Liu in it. Yeah. Yeah. 
sounds familiar for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And the, their assistants try and hook them up. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're like, have they made them? I, yeah, I like that. I watched that movie. <laughs> it's on my like Netflix queue list. Which it's like, cute. It was really cute. I liked it. I mean, that's the thing about like these romance novels is you kind of sometimes you just want to like lie on your couch or in the bathtub and mm-hmm. read a silly little story and just kind of escape life. Right. Like we yeah. Sexual fantasies before, just because you have you enjoyed a book about a woman being rescued by a man, like a strong, dark, mysterious man, mm-hmm. that you're like not a badass in real life. It's just right. like, sometimes you just want to escape reality a little bit, and right, exactly. So, let us know what your books are, and yeah. Um, if you've noticed anything about sex in your 20s versus in your 30s. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye.